enjoy this special edition of To The Top Talk on Airing It Out. Welcome to To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington. I am your host, Jamie Arrington, here to give you a break from all of the High Resource 5 propaganda out there on mainstream sports media and talk about the University of Southern Mississippi Golden Eagles. I'm currently still in transition, uh, moving over to the score 1400 AM, which by the way, should be live at some point this week. So while we are still in transition, I'm going to put this episode up on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, YouTube, all that good stuff. In my airing it out, uh, the channels I use for distribution with airing it out. So I hope you enjoy that. Now, this episode is going to be a little different. I wanted to do something kind of fun, mix it up a little bit. Now, keep in mind, the audio is going to be a little inconsistent at times. Um... Some of that had to do with where we recorded, the noise levels, things like that. Also, I was recording some of it um, through some technology I'm still trying to figure out. But that being said, I didn't want to deprave you of any of the moments that we had. I basically just wanted to document the entire weekend. We started off on Friday when we set up for tailgating and went through the adventures of Saturday on to Sunday as well. Now, also keep in mind, I also wanted to kind of show you you know, kind of the whole mentality of game weekend, you know, kind of building from the excitement of the game to some of the frustrations throughout the game, during the game. Um, I even recorded a spot at halftime and with a 13 to 7 lead, you can only imagine the frustrations that pour out during that time. But we've got a lot of guests um, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Just something different for you to guys to enjoy. So I hope you enjoy it. Keep that in mind when you're listening to this. Um, so without any Further ado, I give you Game Day Weekend, Southern Miss versus Rice. All right, it is Friday afternoon, 5 p.m. Me and Golden Eagle Black Ops tailgate legend Jason Bailey are here on campus ready for an amazing weekend of football at the Rock. Amazing weekend on campus. We're having a great time. The band is is uh, taking it away in the background. Somebody put their tent in our tailgating spot. Good times already. What's happening, Jason? Hey, man, just ready for a big-time weekend at Golden Eagle football. How bad are we going to beat them tomorrow? Uh, hopefully it's over by halftime. I hope you're up. It's over in the first quarter like last year. We score every time we get the ball. Hashtag Beatrice. Well, I'm going to go home, see the wife, get some beauty sleep, rest up for tomorrow. What about you? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go home uh, and be with, the, uh, be with the baby all night long while the wife has gone to a movie. So, awesome. Good times. Don't start tailgating without me. It is now 9.22, Friday night, September the 30th, calm before the storm. I'm at home now with the wife. 
We went out to eat, got a little groceries, got some adult beverages for tomorrow's festivities. Now we're at home. We cracked open a bottle of wine, having a very romantic night watching number 10 Washington kick the crap out of number 7 Stanford. So great night all around. So, sweetheart, what are you making? Well, before I ask you what you're making for the tailgate tomorrow, I must clarify that I just finished doing the dishes and doing laundry as well as taking a bath. So, a shower. Well, I was trying to sound more feminine. So, what are you making for the tailgate tomorrow? I am making rotel cups, bacon rotel cups. Bacon rotel cups from the lovely Melissa. Really looking forward to having those tomorrow at the Golden Eagle Black Ops tailgate group sponsored by our friends at To The Top Talk, which is me. Um, Did I tell you that somebody stole our tailgating spot? Yes, that's I mean, what were they thinking? Did they not have they not heard about the legendary Black Ops tailgating? I don't know. I don't guess they have. And I'll be interested to see who they are tomorrow. Watch it be somebody like huge. Watch it be like a giant man and all his giant friends. It'd be like Bigly. (laughs) (laughs) It is now 9.57 Friday night, September the 30th, the night before the big game, Rice Game Eve, as I'll call it. Sitting here, still sipping on a little bit of wine, Watching this Washington game, Washington, our opponent from the Heart of Dallas Bowl last year, going off. I'm joined by another guest, uh, my cat Lucy. Lucy, to the top. (laughs) It is now 11.05 p.m. I just got a load of clothes out of the dryer. Most people wash their colors and their white separate. I have a load of colors, whites, and gold. Just got done with the gold load of clothes for game day tomorrow. I'm getting a little sleepy faced, so I'm probably going to watch the coaches show on YouTube as I crash out. I will check in with you guys in the morning. It's Saturday at the Rock. Good morning, Golden Eagle fans. It is now 9.47 a.m. on Saturday, October the 1st. The first day of October is the first of the month. And we're going to get paid tonight. I hope so. You know, I was just checking the line out. It is uh, Golden Eagles open at 20.5 point favorites against the Rice Owls. Some of the different uh, spots have us as high as Somebody has us as high as 26 and a half point favorites now. It ranges all the way from 26 and a half down to 24. And I'm not sure when that 24 was last updated. So, as you can see, the money is uh, being put on the Golden Eagles right now. It'll be interesting to see how that holds up. Hopefully, the points continue to trend in that direction, especially as far as our football team is concerned. So, yeah, up this morning, had a little breakfast. Uh, getting excited, check the social media. Put out the, the hashtag Beatrice uh, picture again. And I'm um, going to head over to the tailgate, drop a few things off, come back to the house, rest up a little bit, get a shower, and ready to go. So looking forward to a great day of uh, football and camaraderie out at uh, the campus of the University of Southern Mississippi. 
It is now 1.46 p.m. The car is packed. We are ready to go. About to head out to the tailgate. Still a beautiful day in Hattiesburg. Really excited about this one. My nephew just arrived, Joseph Hall. He's excited for the game. His first game of the season. He's pumped. How you doing today, Joseph? I'm doing good. Are you excited about the festivities today? Heck yeah. So what, what grade are you in right now? I'm in seventh grade. What school? Pedal Middle School. And you guys got a big win last night over the Warriors, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I went to Oak Grove. Uh-huh. So you're going to just sit at home today? Is that what your plan is, not to go to the game? You're just going to sit here at home? No. <laughs> All right, Joseph. Well, let's talk about the Golden Eagles and Rice. What does Southern Miss need to do to win the game today? I'll tell you this. Shannon Dawson has got to do better on calling plays. I will agree with that. You know, it seems like it's been tough to get the passing game going. Yeah, there's no reason Nick Mullins should be running the ball. Well, I don't think we can argue with that. What are your thoughts on the defense? The defense is outstanding. The nasty bunch is back. Well, I agree with that. Let's get out to the rock. All right, it is 2.52. I'm out here at the tailgate behind Southern Hall under the beautiful giant tree. I don't have a name for this tree. We'll call it the To the Top Talk tree. And we found the culprits who took our tent. It is apparently the Southern Miss Department of Health. Back here with my partner in crime, Jason Bailey. What's happening, man? Hey, man. How you doing? All right, it is 3.43 p.m. We are waiting for Eagle Walk. I am here with the sports director at 90 Eagle Broadcasting, 98.1 and the all-new 1400 AM, the score of my new home very soon, Lanny Mixon. What's up, Lanny? Hey, Jamie, man. It's great to talk with you today. Great to be on the podcast, man. We are looking so forward to not only this big game today, Southern Miss is going to be taking off on rise to the Conference USA home opener, but the all-new 1400, the score, that we're going to be launching here in the next few days. All right, tell us a little bit about 1400 AM, the score. What, what can the listeners expect to hear on that station outside of To The Top Talk? All right, man, we've got a full lineup. It's going to be the, it's going to be Hattiesburg's only 24-hour sports affiliate. We are a, we are officially the uh, Fox Sports Radio affiliate for South Mississippi. We're going to air a number of their national properties like uh, Colin Cowherd, Dan Patrick, Jay Moore Sports, as well as uh, Outkick the Coverage with uh, Clay Travis. Also going to feature the Pine Belt Sports Drive, uh, To the Top Talk, and a number of other locally produced shows that we're going to be uh, rolling out here in the next few weeks. What do you think about the game today with the Rice Owls? You know, I think this game, basically it boils down to one thing in my mind, focus. Can Southern Miss uh, remain focused on, on the task at hand? You know, this team is, has proven that they, they don't handle success, have not handled success very well during the early going of the uh, 2016 season. But when properly focused and motivated, they're pretty doggone good, Jamie. And if they're able to maintain that focus, I'm expecting a, a three-score a three win by the Eagles. Beautiful day out here, man. Packed. Look at the crowd. I mean, it's just terrific. We're watching everybody walk up to Eagle Walk, getting ready, getting fired up. It's going to be an amazing day here. If you were not here for this, you severely missed out. 
Hey man, there's no doubt. You know we're right here along the Eagle Walk, right outside of Gate Five, with the uh, with the Eagle Broadcasting tailgate. We've got the vans out here, News Radio ninety eight point one, and the fourteen hundred score van's going to be coming soon. Um, encourage anybody wants to stop by and say hello at the next home game. But man, this is as crowded as it's been so far this year. A lot more folks here than for the Savannah State game, which was just shy of thirty thousand people. And that was amazing. I was really proud of that number. Well, too, tell tell the listeners out there about your site. BigGoldNation.com. Hey, absolutely, man. Well, you know, we can't be with you at, uh, at um, you know, at To The Top Talk 24 hours a day, but you can log on to BigGoldNation.com and get your Southern Miss fix anytime from anywhere. So stop by, check that out for the latest Southern Miss news and the uh, most accurate information you're going to find anywhere. All right, it is 4.32. We finished up Eagle Walk a little while ago back at the tailgating tent. Eagle Walk was jam-packed. I'm here with my uh, my good friend, Kirk Overby. Eagle Walk was jam-packed, wasn't it? Man, a lot of people there today. I was very impressed. I was, too. It was a good time. So what do you think about this game today with the Rice Owls? We should... I'm 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 projecting another Savannah State. I'm saying 50, 54 to nothing. I, I think we'll kill them. I, I think that we're going to come out prepared, pumped up, show a little uh, life on offense, uh, run the ball, and, you know, our defense has been solid all year. So I think it's going to hold over this time. I see a domination. I think so, too. You know, and, and I, I did you watch the Rice game where Rice played uh, Baylor? Did you watch any of that game? Yeah, I did, we did. And Rice kind of held tough in the first half, which I'm not going to say it has me concerned, but I, I think that uh, it showed a lot of heart on their part, especially given the position that they're in right now. Yeah, you know, Rice being a Conference USA opponent, you know, we've been playing them for the last several years. They seem to always have a little fight, but last year there was no fight. And, you know, they're a winless team, even though they fought hard. I mean, we're we're a lot more talented than them. I mean, I, I would think that we're going to have a good crowd. We're going to play four quarters and, and really put it on them today. I sure hope so. I mean, I came out here just to see that. Yeah, me and you both. I, I drove – from Baton Rouge with a smile on my face, thinking and kind of knowing that we're going to dominate today, and that's what I'm hoping for when I go back to Baton Rouge tomorrow. All right, now it is 4.42 p.m. We're still awaiting kickoff, another hour and um, 17 minutes. I'm here with my good friend, Neil Rogers, my, my tailgating neighbor usually, although we got bumped this week. So I gotta ask you. Well, how was Eagle Walk? Did you get Eagle Walk? We did. We did. It was my uh, it was my kid's second Eagle Walk. My son's second Eagle Walk, and uh, he really enjoyed it. You've got a son? I do have a son. How did that happen? Well, you see, when two people love each other. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, um, you guys can do your homework on the rest of that. What do you think about this Rice Owls team today? Um. A little underwhelmed by the Owls. Um, I think this is one of those games where you just have to come in and take care of business. I think they are uh, they're kind of what we needed right now. So hopefully we can uh, just play well and uh, play a full four quarters, which I don't think we've done all season, and uh, kind of get some momentum going forward. If we don't score every time we get the ball, are you going to be disappointed? Um, I would love to not turn the ball over. I, if, I, if we punt a couple times, fine. But I think we've got to learn that punting's okay. Uh, and um, so, yeah, we need to put up a lot of points. But if we if we see a couple points, fine. I just don't want to turn the ball over. No, I'm with you on that. And Nick didn't do any of the turnovers last week. 
He didn't. I thought um, – I kind of think that's where he needs to be this year. I think kind of him maybe throwing for a few less yards, maybe taking a few less risks, I think that could be good for this team because with Eo and uh, George, we've got the running tandem. I think if Nick can just kind of play it safe, pick his spots, and limit the turnovers, I think that's when we're going to be our best. Now, how did you get to be a Southern Miss fan? I grew up in McGee, and uh, I went to McGee football games for as long as I can remember, and I was a huge Harold Shaw fan. And so when he became a Golden Eagle, I followed right along. Harold Shaw is a beast, and today they are honoring the uh, 96 championship team. I didn't recognize anybody that walked through on Eagle Walk. Like, I was I was like, is Harold here? Because I was like, I don't even know. Like, these guys look like somebody's granddad. Yeah, and, you gotta, I mean, this was like pre-college football really being on TV days. So, you know, if I wasn't at the game, I was listening to it on the radio. I have no clue what half of those guys who I loved as kids look like. So, uh, so yeah, I couldn't pick any. I, you know, I knew four or five of them, and that was it. So it was a different day, I guess. But All right, it is now 4.48 p.m. You can hear the drums in the background. We're getting ready for the game. A little over an hour to kick off. I'm here with my good friend Kelly Eubanks, who is Coach Tom for the Bassfield Yellow Jackets. How excited were you last week? to see your boy Speedy get two interceptions, one taken back for a touchdown. Man, I was super excited after the first one, and uh, I was sitting at home alone because, you know, they, they broadcast it over the Internet, and, and whenever the second one happened and I knew I saw that green grass in front of him that he was going to score a touchdown, I just started yelling and running through the house. I probably woke every neighbor up between in a, a one-mile radius. How fast is uh, Curtis uh, Michael? When he was in high school, he went through uh, to a few camps. Um, most notably, ran a uh, 4.32, I believe, was the fastest that I ever, you know, had, you know, came in contact with. And you can talk about this because you're not like an active Southern Miss coach, but uh, one of the recruits, one of the commits right now for Southern Miss is a guy, uh, T. Rod Daniels, a super speedy back and kind of an all-purpose back down at Gulf Coast Community College. What can you tell us about uh, T. Roderick? You know, um, I've had the pleasure of uh, coaching uh, T-Rod, as we call him, for the past, for four years he was in Bassfield. And one thing that uh, people don't realize is, you know, no matter how fast that he is, he still can power clean 285. You know, he's he's got the strength. He's got his mind on right. He's the type of kid that will show up first day of practice and tell the starting running back that, hey, I'm going to take your job. And then he'll go out and work his butt off in, in order to do that. He's a guy that kind of fought a few injuries his senior year of high school. I mean, he still had a great year, but I think those injuries kind of um, held him back from, from from kind of reaching his potential with what he was able to do as far as offers go that, that senior year. Most definitely. You know, um, it's it's uh, the college system kind of – kind of makes me angry sometimes because they don't look at you know certain certain uh, particular things that I would look at you know but I'm not on that level but uh, you know T-Rod runs in the wing ran in the wing T system at Bassfield where we have three running backs that are that average 1,000 yards per year and 10 touchdowns and he was you know the most significant back whenever we needed a third down conversion whenever we needed a big play he was getting the ball and that's things you know that they, they question his numbers they question his yards that he got and his touchdowns he's got but you know we, we run an unselfish offense over at Bassfield and, and that's the thing that uh that I don't think that they really look at those intangibles you're about to go through consolidation what's that yellow jacket team looking like right now in his final year in 2016 you know we got a really good group right now that uh that that respects 
the legacy that the kids before them have left at Bassfield, and we're five and two at the moment. We uh, we just opened district play last night against West Lincoln. You know, had a big victory, 51 to zero, and uh, so we're we're on the right track, one and zero in in two A, and uh, we're looking to build on that and you know make this last year very memorable. All right, it is now 5:30. We are getting ready to hit in the game. We had the funky gold Medina. We're ready to rock. My wife, uh, Melissa, is here with me. The lovely Melissa is here with me now. We're getting ready to head in. How are you feeling, Melissa? I'm feeling great. All of the bacon red tail cups have been eaten. And we got to FaceTime the funky gold Medina with Shane and Catherine. That was a plus. Shane and Catherine are old friends who just moved off to... Um, Raleigh, North Carolina. I really hope they don't get hit by this hurricane that's heading their way, but we'll see what happens. So what do you think is going to happen tonight? I think Southern Miss is going to win. What else? Are you are you ready to get fired up and rowdy? Are you ready to get violent in there, start yelling at refs and whatnot? I'm not going to yell at the refs because it does not make a difference, but I'm ready to cheer on the Golden Eagles. All right. It is 7.43 p.m. It is halftime. The Golden Eagles lead the Reichs Owls, 13-7. to seven. Very disappointing half um, for the offense. We really should be up a lot more than this. You know, for me, the honeymoon is kind of over with Shannon Dawson. I mean, you, you have to start questioning the play calling. I mean, I know a lot of people did during the Troy game, and you kind of want to give them the benefit of the doubt because it was wet, you know, but now against this Rice team, I mean, we're just sputtering. The offense is nothing close to what it should be. So very, you know, even though we're up thirteen to seven, it's it's kind of disappointing what the offense is bringing to the table. Now, on another note, uh, there's a guy that was about I don't know two rows behind me. Uh, start of the game was yelling at me to sit down, and I was like, "This is the rock." This is the rock. You need to get up. You need to get on your feet. If we're up, then you probably need to get up. But I'm sitting in here. We came out uh, at half time out to the tailgate, me and the lovely Melissa sitting here. What's going on, Melissa? Not much. Just hanging out. What did you think of the jerk behind us? This is this is just my tip for anybody. If you are at a concert or a game of any kind... Granted, you have the right to sit down, but if I paid for a ticket, I have the right to stand up. So if you, you know, just want to relax, that's your problem. I'm excited to be here and I'm going to stand up. So get over it. I didn't see that guy stand up once. Like if he's got, he can get over it real quick. You know, I mean, and we've never had a problem in our seats, but we got some great seats. We're right there in the middle of the action, so it's kind of hilarious. But again, we came out to tailgate, try to regroup, keep you guys up to date with the happenings of game day. It was a disappointing first half, even though the Golden Eagles had a lead. I think we should be up more than thirteen to seven. I'm sorry. So uh, we're about to head back into the game. I will catch up with you guys when we're finished. All right. It is 9.38, just loaded up everything from the tailgate, we're back in the car, and the Golden Eagles come away with a 44-28 to victory, put up a lot of yards through the air, uh, almost 600 yards passing, even though we put up that many yards, won by that many points, you know, not really close to covering the spread, and I know that doesn't necessarily mean anything, not as much as wins and losses, but it kind of felt like we left a lot on the table. 
it felt to me like we could have put, done a lot more damage than we did. Uh, we didn't uh, necessarily hold Rice in the second half. Maybe we were just being a little uh, conservative uh, on defense. But we got the win, which is ultimately all that matters. Hopefully we continue can continue to progress. I want to see more out of the offense. Um, even with this many passing yards, we had a couple of long bombs to Allen's A. Staggers, but I really did not feel like the passing game fully gelled, and I know that kind of sounds insane given the amount of yards we put up on the board, but there was a lot that it just seemed like we left on the table. So hopefully we can continue to progress, continue to win games. Next week we've got a big game against Texas San Antonio, against Frank Wilson, uh, the Snake, and... Um, our old safeties coach, Pete Golding, is the defensive coordinator there. So I know there's going to be a lot of uh, bad blood with that game. So this is uh, Jamie. I'm checking out from campus. It is now 939. We're about to get off in the traffic and take it to the house. Another Southern Miss victory. The Eagles move to 4-1 and one on the season. Still undefeated in Conference USA. 2-0 in the West Division of Conference USA, which puts us in first place in our division. All right, it is now 11.08 p.m. Saturday, October the 1st, uh, after the game. I'm back home. I've got a little bit of a voice left. Not a lot. <laughs> but uh, checking the box score here, um, you know, it was a record night for the Golden Eagles. We had 702 yards of total offense in the 44 to 28 win. Nick Mullins broke Austin Davis's uh, record for passing yards in a game. Nick Mullins had 591 passing yards in that game. Four touchdowns, one interception, which really is an amazing, amazing game. And, you know, several of those passes went to Alan Zay Staggers, who had six rep- receptions, forget this, 292 yards, and touchdowns of 75 yards, 81 yards, and 93 yards. It, it, it broke the uh, single-game receiving record set by Kendrick Lee against Houston back in 1996. So, wow. I mean, Staggers is a lot of fun to watch, and it, I knew he had racked up some yards, but I didn't realize it was that, that much. That is amazing. That is terrific. So let's just go through the box score real quick. Again, amazing night statistic-wise, but it still feels like we left a lot on the field. You know, I mean, call me correct. I mean, I'm looking at these stats and I'm wowed, but at the same time, I'm like, man, we had three turnovers. We had so many stall. I mean, it was what 13 to seven at the half. We had so many stalled drives, and I'm going, man, we could have blown this out of the water. And I guess we did at some point, but it never really felt like Rice was completely out of the game. If you know what I mean. Maybe you guys watched a different game than what I did. I don't know but I still feel like we have a lot to improve on. I'm proud of the team. And also, I was thinking about this on the drive home. Am am I getting spoiled? Am I getting spoiled like I was in 2011? You know, we would have killed for a game like this in 2012, 13, or 14. You know what I mean? I mean, we just a victory in itself. Am I getting spoiled already? I hope not. I told myself I would never take a win for granted after what all we went through. So 
I'm going to do my best not to. So let's just let's go through the box score and check it out. So um, Rice uh, had 166 yards passing, 180 yards rushing, which all in all is is a solid night to to hold them to. I guess that many yards. We didn't have. Um, we had. I don't think we had any turnovers. I don't think they turned the ball over at all. So it's really tremendous that we were able to dominate the game in the manner that we were able to. So let's go through the box stores. We already talked about Nick Mullins. Ito Smith, 19 carries, 77 yards, uh, one touchdown. Didn't hit the 100-yard mark, but I still think he's averaging over 100 yards. So next game, hopefully, he'll bounce back and crack that 100-yard mark. I mean, I don't want to say it's expected because that's really a feat in and of itself, but um, it kind of felt like Ito, you know, Probably could have gotten more yards. I don't know. But Rice, they stacked the box. They kind of challenged us to throw the ball. And in the second half, we did just that, just that, lit them up. Uh, George Payne, five carries for 24 yards. Nick Mullins, seven carries for 13 yards. And receiving, of course, we talked about Allen's A. Staggers. Next up, Julian Allen had 101 yards um, on three receptions. So two receivers over the 100-yard mark, one of them close to 300 yards, which – it's unbelievable. Edo Smith, four receptions for 64 yards. DJ Thompson, five receptions for 62 yards, one touchdown. Corey Roberts, Robertson, four receptions for 46 yards. Chase Whitehead, two for 20 yards. And George Payne, one for six yards. Corey Robertson, he's, he's really coming into his own out there. It's been a lot of fun to watch him um, out there in the mix. So there you have it, the Golden Eagles improve to four and one on the season uh two and oh in the western western division of conference usa which uh has us in the lead or tied for the lead so hopefully we continue to dominate the conference we got a big game coming up next week overall you know like i said before proud of the golden eagles proud of the effort they put out there um still felt like we left a lot on the table so hopefully we can continue to correct mistakes and move forward there an amazing day at the Rock. Had an amazing time. Had a great time. Really good to see everybody. I know there were some people that I was trying to get to. I was not able to get to. But um, we'll see you at homecoming. We'll see you on uh, late October against uh, the Marshall Thundering Herd. It is now Sunday, October the 2nd at 3.14 p.m. The calm after the storm. Uh, shout out to my brother Dusty. Today is his birthday. His wife got him tickets to go with us to the Louisiana State game in a few weeks. So we are looking forward to that. Hope you have a happy birthday, Dusty. Um, a few things uh, about that I haven't mentioned yet or a few things I wanted to talk about. They honored the 1996 championship team this weekend. And leading the way at Eagle Walk was uh, Coach Jeff Bauer and Debbie Bauer. So it was really great to see them, see all the guys that came back from that team. It was it was a lot of fun. I mentioned it earlier in this episode, but there was a guy sitting behind us. And I know that, you know, this happens from time to time here and there, but I thought it was hilarious that this guy sat behind our group, who's been there for years. I mean, I've been in that spot since they've opened the end zone. Right behind the goalpost. This guy sits two rows behind me like a minute into the game and he's like, sit down. It wasn't even like, you know, would you mind sitting down? Something? I was like, this is the rock. You're going, we're going to stand up. You can stand up with us. And, uh, I think everybody in our group <laughs> got into it with the guy at some point, 
But uh, if you're listening, which I don't think you are, because if you're sitting the whole time and you are not, if you're well, if you're able to stand up and you don't, and you're able-bodied, um, you must not really be as into it. And don't get me wrong, I'm I'm glad for any fan that comes out to the game. I think everybody should come out, and everybody has the right to have a good time. But on the flip side, um, to just be a prude right out of the gate. And uh, I don't know if I saw the man on his feet one time. He just kept dodging, looking in between all of us. He looked a lot like Mr. Garrison from um, South Park. <laughs> but I thought it gave me an idea. And I'm not, you know, a hashtag activist by any means. And I just, I just thought about doing this for fun. But any game that you go to the rest of the year, take a picture of yourself or anybody else. Tag us on Twitter at to the top talk and uh, tag the hashtag stand up for the Eagles. We'll retweet it. We'll put it out there. Just have fun with it. Stand up, cheer on the team, get into it, have a good time, take a picture, tag us in it. We'll give you a retweet and, uh, and spread some golden Eagle love into the atmosphere. The uh, golden Eagles received two votes in the coaches poll this week. I don't know what coaches they were, but, uh, Thank you for those. Hopefully those will continue to ascend as the year goes along. I like to look at the national rankings every week, and um, I think this is something kind of interesting to give us an idea of where we're at as a program. You know, our strength of schedule may not necessarily be the the best. We've played some solid teams, um, but uh, we've played some that that aren't necessarily as solid. But, you know, as the season goes along, we'll have a better idea of, of what kind of team we are. So on offense, on total offense, we are averaging 527.2 yards per game, which ranks us 11th in the country. Passing offense, 306 yards per point, 306.8 yards per game, which uh, puts us at 22nd. Uh, rushing offense, 220.4 yards per game, which puts us at 29th. And scoring offense, 41.8 points per game, which puts us at 30th. Individual stats, Nick Mullins, passing yards, 1,504, which puts him at 15th nationally. Passing TDs, 13, ties him for 13th. Points responsible for, 96, ties him for 12th. Ito Smith, 617 rushing yards, which puts him ranked 7th. Uh, for rushing TDs, he's got 5, which ties him for 35th. In all-purpose yards, 154.2 yards per game, which puts him at 18th nationally. Allen Zay staggers and receiving yards after the huge monster game last night. 470 yards puts him at 19th nationally. Uh, receiving TDs, uh, five ties him for 12th. Punt returns, 12.7 yards uh, yard average per punt return puts him at 24th in the country. On defense, total defense, we are giving up 272.6 yards per game, which ranks us 11th nationally. Yes, so we've got the uh, – on total offense and total defense, we are ranked 11th, which – Usually it's one way or the other, but it's pretty amazing when you can be ranked 11th in both of those. Passing defense, we're only giving up 149 yards per game, which is amazing. That puts us as, as uh, eighth in the country. Rushing defense, 123.6 yards per game, 36, which is also amazing. You know, even being ranked 36 to hold a team to hold the teams that low um, in rushing yards is pretty tremendous. Scoring defense, we're giving up 21.4 points per game, which ranks us 39th. So the offense is putting up 41.8 yards per game, while the defense is giving up 21.4 yards per game. So that's, gosh, that's a 20-point differential 
average, which is, I'll take it. Dylan Bradley, uh, five sacks on the year, which ties him for 14th. Uh, tackles for a loss, he's got 1.9 per game, which puts him at fifth place in the country. Special teams, got to give a shout-out to these two guys. Parker Seanfield, nine for nine on the season right now in field goals. Field goal percentage of 1,000, tied for first. Obviously, you can't get any higher than that. Field goals per game, 1.8, which ties him for 10th place. Tyler Sarazen is uh, averaging 43.9 yards per punt, which puts him 27th nationally. Something else that came up this week, um, it was announced that Father Tommy Conway would be uh, team chaplain again for the football team, along with Mitch Williams, director of the FCA, longtime WDAM um, sports reporter. So that's pretty cool. I like both those guys. Uh, they, they both bring different things to the table, and uh, hopefully they can, can inspire our team and, and be there for the guys. All right, so the big game this week, we're taking on – uh, Texas San Antonio, UTSA. It's going to be Saturday morning. Um, if you're watching it on TV in the central time zone, like most people in Hattiesburg, uh, it will be on 11 a.m. on the American Sports Network. Check your local listings. I know it will be on in Hattiesburg, Meridian, the Coast Jackson. It'll be on various places around the state, uh, also in the region and around the country. So check and see if that game is on. I'm sure you could probably find some kind of a feed online as well. Let's talk about Texas San Antonio for a minute. we got the new Head coach Frank Wilson, um, longtime assistant at LSU, had stops at Tennessee, Southern Miss, Ole Miss, among other places. Um, they had their one and three with their one win coming against Alcorn State. Uh, they won twenty six to thirteen in that game. Then they lost to Colorado State twenty three to fourteen. Lost a close game to Arizona State thirty two to twenty eight at home. I it looked like they were going to win that game. It looked like they were going to defeat the Sun Devils. So they're they're obviously a dangerous team, um, especially at home. So we've we've got to bring it on Saturday. And then they lost to Old Dominion thirty three to nineteen. A couple of key players, uh, Dalton Sturm, their quarterback. He's been their quarterback for a couple of years now. Um, on the season, he's got 782 yards passing, seven TDs, three interceptions. And he's also third on the team on rushing with 43 rushing yards and two TDs. So, um, you know, he's a guy with some experience and uh, obviously dangerous to, to to run with the ball a little bit. Also, um, they've got a wide receiver. I think he's second on the team in receiving. Marquez McNair, he was the longtime Southern Miss commit last year. I'm not sure exactly what happened there. I've never gotten the complete story. My understanding is I don't think he was – uh, fully qualified midway through last year, even though he signed, um, they released him, and then he flipped to Texas San Antonio after Munkin was uh, moved on to the Buccaneers. So I don't know the whole story there. But anyways, local guy, ties to the McNair family. Um, he's obviously going to be out for some blood, and uh, I think some of our other guys are too with the ties given to that. So um, all that being said, Great weekend at the Rock. Looking forward to the rest of the season. Let's shut it down. Special thanks to all of my guests this week. Let's go down the list. Jason Bailey. You can follow him at Bumper J Bailey on Twitter. My wife, the lovely Melissa. My cat, Lucy. My nephew, Joseph. Lanny Mixon. You can follow him at Lanny Mixon or at Big Gold Nation. Kirk Overby. You can follow him on Twitter at TheGamer4. Neil Rogers, you can follow him on Twitter at GNeilR12. That's at 
the letter G-N-E-I-L-R-1-2. Kelly Eubanks, K-Eubanks3 on Twitter. My apologies to Steve. I had another interview recorded, but somehow the sound did not take on it. You can follow us on Twitter at ToTheTopTalk. You can follow me at Jamie underscore Arrington. You can follow all the comedy happenings in and around the Hub City at Hub City Comedy. Also, our new uh, radio station that's going to be coming out at The Score 1400. You can follow us on Facebook too. Jamie Arrington Comedy, To The Top Talk, Hub City Comedy, and The Score 1400. My next comedy show is going to be a kind of a different take on comedy. If you're into roast comedy, we are going to have the Roast of Hub City Comedy. That's the group of local comics. Thursday, October 20th at the Thirsty Hippo in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Starts at 8 p.m. Tickets are only $10. That's going to be an amazing show if you're into that type of humor. The, the, we've already been joining each other, having some roast battles at Open Mic. It's been so much fun. All right, The Score should be live this week. 1400 a.m. In, in Hattiesburg should be live this week. I've run into some snags, but we should be ready to go with that. So To The Top Talk should be on the air Tuesday nights at 6 p.m. There's also going to be some on-demand options as well. So be on the lookout for that. We should have some announcements on social media at some point this week. Big game on Saturday. The Golden Eagles take on the Roadrunners of Texas San Antonio Saturday, October the 8th. The game is at 11 a.m. Central Time on ASN. Check your local listings for all of the stations that are going to be carrying that game. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I did. I hope you had fun with it. You know, I know it's a little different. I wanted to try something different and kind of document the whole weekend since we were just kind of in transition and see how, and see how it went. I think it went well. Until next time, Southern Miss to the top. Talk.